The Sport Industry Access Podcast, Episode 35. What core skills do you need to be a sports scientist in professional soccer? Welcome to another episode of the Sport Industry Access Podcast. I'm your host, Ed Bowers. As always, my goal each week is to interview a special guest who will inspire and encourage you to be the best you can be in your profession, especially if you have an interest in pursuing a career in the sports industry. I hope today's episode can be useful to you with regards to your interests and needs. Now, getting back to today's show, this week's special guest is Garrison Draper. Garrison is a performance sports scientist. In the last six years, Garrison has worked with professional football teams in the major league soccer, known as the MLS. He's worked with teams like the Chicago Fire Soccer Club, the Seattle Sounders FC, and he is currently the performance director at the Philadelphia Union. For that reason, to have Garrison on the show is such a privilege. That's why in today's episode, Garrison will share his career journey and explain what core skills you need to be a sports scientist in professional soccer. Garrison, it's a privilege to have you on the show. Please, can you share your sports career journey to listeners? When did it all start? Sure. It's it's a bit of a zigzag journey. A kid from small town, Wisconsin. For those of you who don't know where Wisconsin is, it's about an hour north of Chicago in the United States. And it's it's country it's rolling hills it's farmland so sport has always been part of my culture i was a soccer player sort of in my in my youth played in college and then sort of got into running after that so i've used a lot of my sporting experiences to help me in developing a lot of my philosophies in sports science but before i got into the sports science world i actually wanted to work in the medical field so i wanted to work in cardiac rehab and did really well. I, I enjoyed my classes. I loved the theory behind cardiac rehab. Walked into my first open heart surgery, passed out flat on the floor. I just couldn't take the smell. So it was really difficult for me um, to sort of say, yeah, I'm going to pursue this cardiac rehab thing, knowing that a big part of your job I couldn't do because I just couldn't stand the smell of it. So luckily I had some really great influences when I was back in Wisconsin, Ben Tennyson, Josh Bonatal, who's now at Purdue University, and they both sort of pushed me into the sports world. And it started out as strength and conditioning and then slowly evolved into more of a sports science role. Just touching back right from the start, how do you get involved in soccer, considering you've got the big sports like American football, basketball, and even baseball? What inspired you to be a soccer player? Soccer was my love. I grew up playing it. And I was desperate to stay involved. So it was a pretty easy choice. I would feel comfortable working in many different sports. I love basketball. I I think baseball has some really interesting sort of baseball or sports science um, ideas that aren't fully being utilized. But soccer was my love and it's what I knew best. And then I got really lucky from there. Just touching back, though, on your sort of college sort of degree, can you explain in more detail what you did? 
Sure. Um, so my, my undergraduate is from East Stroudsburg University, which is up in Northeast Pennsylvania. And it was in exercise physiology. And so the concentration was on cardiac rehab. From there, I did an online program at Edith Cowan University in Perth, Australia in strength and conditioning. Just relating to what you've studied, how has that supported you looking back now from a career perspective? I think my education has given me a really broad view on the sports science world. There's so many different facets of it. There's psychology, there's nutrition, there's biomechanics, there's physiology, all these things that have come together to create the field of sports science. And it was really interesting in, in both programs that I was part of, there were sections on all of that. And you can just see the importance of the holistic approach to the athlete. That sounds really interesting. Just relating to your work you do in the MLS, like me from Britain, we've got the Premier League. Could you explain to the listeners how the MLS has developed over the years from your career? Yeah, I think it's funny to look back to my, my first year in the MLS and just looking at the relationship between the head strength and conditioning coach and the, the head soccer coach. And it was, it was distance at best. I think it was more like everyone sort of had a strength and conditioning coach. And so the team I worked for didn't want to be behind. So they also had one, but the, he wasn't utilized to the fullest. He was sort of just said like, here's 10 minutes at the end of a session, do a lift or let's make sure the heart rate monitors are on or where the smoothies, just little things like that, that anyone can really do. And the expertise really wasn't utilized. Now, looking back at my career, um, currently I sit in the, in the coaching office. I sit with all the assistant coaches. I sit with the head coach. I sit with the sporting director and we have discussions about soccer. So just from sort of a, an access to the overall plan, like it's night and day from six years ago. Just relating back to that access, it sort of relates to today's main topic. What core skills do you need to be able to be a sports scientist in professional soccer? Amazingly, I think the biggest one is communication skills. It's being able to take an idea and present it to people who have some idea of what you're talking about and people who have no idea of what you're talking about and make them buy in. Absolutely. I always find communication is a massive factor. Just relating to the listeners who are interested, who want to work with elite athletes, would you mind explain how competitive the job opportunities are in regards to the work you do? It's extremely competitive. I, I think it's a really difficult profession to get into, and that's probably the hardest part. Getting, getting your foot in the door is probably where 75% of the work is done. And then it's just proving that you deserve to be there. And once you prove you deserve to be there, then the jobs sort of come and you can sort of pick and choose where you want to be. But a lot of it comes from creating really good networks and asking the right questions and being in the right places and dedicating a lot of time where you may not be compensated to getting that first opportunity. Just relating to your current role, is there a difference between being a sports scientist than being a, a soccer coach? Would you mind explaining the different roles in that? Yeah, I, I think soccer coaches are completely focused on soccer. It's the tactics, it's the technical ideas, it's the overall game. And that's what a sports scientist is supporting. They're supporting the game of soccer or the game of football or the game of basketball. And it's just 
what the sports scientist sort of has to do is have one foot inside the culture of the game. What are some of the, the normal ideas that are well accepted? What are things that they do in training? Um, different rules. And then one foot outside of the, the game where we're sort of saying, all right, what's best for, for the performance of the athlete? Maybe we've always trained five days leading into a game, but maybe that's not best physiologically for some of the athletes. Maybe they need that day off midweek so they can recover and then prepare for the game. Or maybe we need to do some more sprinting, just straight running without a ball because we know we aren't going to hit maximal velocity with a ball. So sort of being one foot in, one foot out of the sport culture is really important. Just relating back to your career, out of interest, what have you been up to recently? So right now it's the off-season for us. We've, we played in the first round of playoffs, and then we had a couple of extra weeks of training where we were working with some of our developmental athletes. Some of our academy guys came up into the first team to train. And now it's really prepping for the 2017 season. So we're, we're spending time in the gym with guys that are in town, um, developing our periodization for our preseason coming up. We'll be in Florida for about a month. And really trying to figure out what's the direction we want to take a lot of our planning. We had a really positive year. Um, our, our total distance covered went up by about 1,000 meters a training session. High intensity running went up by about 20 to 30%, and our injuries dropped by over 35%. So we increased the amount of work, but we decreased the amount of negative influences on our training. So we had a really positive year in terms of building. Now it's how do we take that to the next level? That sounds really fascinating. On a personal note, though, what do you enjoy the most from the work you do, looking back now from your whole career? It's been really fun to get to know a lot of different and interesting people. I can say that I've worked with people from um, the Middle East. I've worked with Africans. I've worked with Europeans. And you get a really different sense of why they appreciate the game. And we're sharing our love together. My job as a sports scientist, a director of performance, is different than their role as soccer players. But our common love for soccer really helps us bond and enjoy our time together. That's really great to hear in elite sport. And I feel like we're at a great stage of the interview where I'd like to finish with an inspirational question. What advice would you give to college and university sports students who want to pursue a career as a sports scientist in professional soccer? Yeah, I, I think it's it's a twofold answer that I'm going to give you. Number one is um, focus. Be focused on your studies really absorb everything you've got when there's someone when you have a question reach out to them people in in the professional world love receiving emails from college students university students just saying like hey i i heard you talking about this topic i would love to hear more i have this question or that question and more likely than not you're going to get an answer and then it can turn into a relationship from there the second part I think is enjoy what you're doing. Working in professional sport is such a great adventure and there's going to be some really, really tough days, but it's completely worth it. And by you sort of having a positive attitude and enjoying what you're doing, it makes some of those tough days just a little bit easier. That is great. And I really do hope the listeners take those pieces of advice on board. How can people interact with you? Yeah, my email is always open. It's gdraper at philadelphiaunion.com. Then I also have a Twitter, but I'm not really great at using it. I, I sort of scan the web and retweet stuff that I want to read myself. So you can follow me at, at Garrison Draper. And it's usually stuff that I'm reading because it's the only place I can find that 
as easy to say, hey, I want to read that article later. Save it for me. So you can sort of see what where my head is at over the, the last couple of days following my Twitter. That is great. To all the listeners listening in, all the different ways you can contact Garrison will be on my website relating to this blog post. Garrison, it's been great chatting with you today. Thank you very much. Yeah, thanks so much. What a really interesting interview by Garrison. And for any sports science students who are studying at this moment, take on board what Garrison is saying with regards to having that right attitude in this sector of sport because it's very competitive when you want to work with professional athletes and the jobs are very limited as well. So the best advice that I could give you with regards to what I've learned and by speaking to experts in this field, start at a low level. Try out your local football clubs, for example, and apply the sports science principles with a younger audience. So let's say children. So by having that, you will gain experience, gain confidence in yourself and your expertise in this field. Then you'll build that confidence, be able to apply it with professional sport athletes. But it will take time. But all I can say is good luck. Now, as always, at the end of each interview, I like to finish with an inspirational quote from my guest speaker. Garrison said, Enjoy what you're doing. Working in professional sport is such a great adventure, and there's going to be really tough days. But it's worth it when you have that positive attitude in what you are doing, because it will help you through the tough days a little bit easier.